listening to www.infinitesmile.org. Enjoy these Zen-inspired talks given by Michael McAllister. sent me a YouTube uh, clip on Ram Das, a uh, former Harvard professor who, of course, uh, hooked up with the, the famous or infamous Timothy Leary, depending on how you look at him, and became a rather remarkable spiritual teacher in his own right. Quite, a, quite an amazing guy, wrote uh, Be Here Now, became a very, very famous work. Some of you may be familiar with it from quite some time ago. And the, the question that was, was kind of thrown at me with this, with this clip uh, was, what does Be Here Now really mean? It's a nice light, nice light question. And It really kind of caught me in this really neat way because be here now, it's, it's ultimately saying exactly the same thing three times. If we are really being, we are here and we are now. If we are here, we are being in the now. If it is the now, there is simply being here. I think that's a potentially very helpful way of grounding ourselves as we enter into this practice, is recognizing that our mental, our emotional, and our physical energy, if it is truly focused on what is, not what could be, not what we wish things could be, but rather what is, and we just allow that, we welcome it then we can get past the space of states. Every one of us is in a state of one kind or other all the time. And when we mentally attach to these states, when we cling, what we do is we are essentially getting in our own way of being able to see through or see past to see underneath, and to see above, and to see around our state. Interesting exercise is whenever one of us is feeling emotionally a certain way, let's take uh, despair. Okay, let's say we're feeling despair. Okay, and if we have the courage to ask ourselves, first being able to uncover, my goodness, I'm feeling this despair. 
this despair is arising here and now, the minute we can start recognizing that, okay, we can then ask the, the follow-up question, well, what else is here? What else is in this space? Sure, the despair is here, but what else is there? We keep leaning into that spaciousness and then see what happens. Wait and see, as Papaji used to tell his students, just wait and see. Quite literally, waiting and witnessing, if you will, all that arises. That witnessing, that open awareness of whatever is, is our freedom. That open awareness is being here now, all at once. So as best we can, I mean, this is maybe one of the most, most uh, powerful things any of us can do during meditation is to just not do anything. <laughs> Literally. We just occupy this space with our full attention. Our full attention. With the intention to see past all the stuff that gets in our way all the stuff that makes us tense, all the stuff that makes us angry, all the stuff that spawns despair, all the stuff that nourishes our negativity. We can get past that. We can get past this place where, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you feel a real ecstatic place of, wow, you know, there's this co-opting of that entire offering of grace by the ego and it sounds something like this. I hope this lasts. You know, let's make this last forever. Well, instead, as we begin to practice this witnessing awareness of all the things that bring us trouble, as we begin to practice this over and over and over again and again and again, we start developing a sense of readiness and peace for the chaos that gets thrown our way. We see that it's just fine. It may hurt. It may bring tears. It may bring laughter. It may feel ecstatic, whatever. We're ready for that offering. Totally, totally ready. Let's get ready. In my meditation, in that space of spaciousness, that the space between the thoughts, mm -hmm. um, as soon as I notice it, mm -hmm. which I thought I'm supposed to notice things because I'm being here, mm -hmm. now, but as soon as I notice the spaciousness and go, oh, Ah. <laughs> so 
that was my question. Is aren't we supposed to observe? The but that wasn't observing. What you what you did, you created a story around it, and it's called "Isn't this nice?" Isn't this nice? <laughs> All right. So what's prior to the story of "Isn't this nice?" Oh, right. There's a difference between that and. Uh, isn't this nice? And we, we, we usually label it because that chaos is very difficult for the small self to handle. So allow the small self to shudder the next time that occurs. Without labeling it, just be there with it. Without saying, this is nice. Or if something scary comes up, without saying, this is scary, just be there for it. That's why we call this practice. <laughs> Part two. Part two. <laughs> yes. Um, as I'm sitting, my body, my legs are going numb. <clears throat> my yeah. Sinuses are dripping, and right. I cough uncontrollably. Mm. Um, you know, stuff like that. And I'm noticing the pain in my body. Yes. And as I'm witnessing all that pain, that cramping and stuff, um, I can't get beyond that into the spaciousness of the. No thoughts. Okay, so you want you want a shortcut? Well, but I thought no. Said, okay. No, no. But I, thought, <laughs> I thought you said at one point that that was a good thing that your neighbor was coughing or that you were in pain because it brought you into the here and now. Be yeah. Here and now, but but so I'm confused about well, be that, here and now with the pain or that prevents me from being in spaciousness. Pain has a really interesting way of forcing the now. You can't be in excruciating pain without being right next to it, okay? But then the closer you get to it, the more you realize that it won't annihilate you. If you, stay, if you keep your attentive intention right there next to it, okay? What you see is that it ebbs and flows like all other things. That pain itself, physical pain itself, or the post-nasal drip itself becomes annoying in waves. And the way we can exacerbate the intensity is to try to move away from it. The more we try to run from it, the more intense it is. It's like, <laughs> it, it feeds on that energy, that fight or flight energy. So uh, what my recommendation is, if you have, like, you feel like you want to cough, you feel like you just got, you know, your, your mucus central and your knees are going to explode and, and so forth, my recommendation is you uh, very gently relieve yourself in some way that, doesn't, that your neighbor will not notice. Okay? Because that's then being careful to not tread on their experience by kind of imposing your own, all right? Does that make sense? So the pain is not a, a path to, to an opening? It absolutely is a path to the, to the opening. Because, because in other words, the pain, if you are right next to it and you, and you, never, once, uh, you never once try to flee mm -hmm. from it, mm -hmm. it acts like any other experience. Now, that, can, that applies to emotional, physical as well, okay? Emotional or physical. If you are in physical pain and you just create space around it, you refuse to move, okay? I mean, unless it gets so intense that, that okay, now I might lose consciousness type thing, 
then, then what I would recommend, if you're ever in that space, breathe with it five times and then move. Okay? You, you, uh, I, I had it described to me this way. Allow it to, like a, like a balloon, to just keep... And what you'll find is the balloon will start to decrease in its, in its size and in the tension. There, there's, so practice with it. When you're practicing with it, when you're allowing it to be, in essence, kind of the big cosmic finger pointing you right where you need to be. But if I'm so focused on the pain, I'm there with it, mm-hmm. how can I um, let go of the thoughts of the pain to get into a place of no thought? Well, pain itself, pain itself is merely intensity that we are giving energy to by trying to flee. So one trick you might want to try is as you're sitting there, pain is arising. That's one way of putting it, although I think there's a story associated with pain. You might be able to just say, try this one out, man, there's some intensity. (laughs) Intensity is arising within this experience. And just don't, don't leave it. Really, I mean, and that's just like cognitive behavioral therapy, in in one respect. In spiritual terms, it's just a beautiful practice. That way, anything and everything points us directly to the deep singularity and points us home. The cosmic finger points us there and points us back. It constantly points us in the right direction. Cosmic finger. I'm going to use that. I like that. <laughs> Give it a shot. And also, can I can I also recommend something? Be gentle. If you need a break, if you just need to move because it hurts too much, move, and then come back when you're ready. Be gentle. Yeah. So. Let's say we get to this spaciousness. Uh, well, you're there now, yeah, actually. I'm there now. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. I, I, you know what? I'm not either, really. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole concept of me posing this question is just hysterical. Okay, okay. all right. I mean, it really is. Um, I get there. The part, like any other, well, my whole thing in life, my whole life, and the thing that this practice is bringing to me is so beautifully, so sweetly, is I'm all about, I can get addicted to anything. Mm-hmm. And this makes me feel good. I don't want to leave it. I want mm-hmm. to make more of it. Right. And you just said, when you get to that place of, hmm, mm-hmm. to watch out, now it's time to go home and go back to. Mm-hmm. And what I need to understand is, what does that look like when you get to that place of that spaciousness? You, you, you briefly touched on it, but could you be, describe the road a little bit so that I'm not... Sure. ...have some, a little direction? I'll tell you exactly what it looks and feels like the last time you experienced capital L love. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
I feel like you answered a question I didn't ask. <laughs> well, the question I'm disconnected. The question you were asking, the question you were asking to me, at least it had the appearance of of you wanted a handle to cling to. I do. I I w and my job is to relentlessly deny that based on where, where you are developmentally on this, in this practice. It's to point out the ego, point out the ego, point out the ego, point out the small self, point out, right? And what, what you were asking for there was your small self was saying, gimme, 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 gimme. I want to know what this looks like, right? Because then I can stabilize it. Well, actually, the ego will not stabilize it. The ego will sabotage it. So it's, it's developing kind of this open appreciation again and again and again. We, practiced, we practice this open appreciation for exactly what's coming or what's here. And we begin to get very, very comfortable in the chaos that infinity gives us in every moment. That's freedom. That's love. Thanks for coming, gang. <laughs> <laughs>